two. <laughs> Energy. Let's do this. <laughs> and action. Please note, this podcast contains offensive language, nudity, adult themes, and scenes of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Boom, boom. <laughs> that was so dumb. If you're looking for tips on how to break... Oh, you're if you're looking for... <laughs> All right, psych. If you're looking for meditation manifestation discussion. If you're looking for tips on how to break in your Birkenstocks, hint, it doesn't involve walking for six kilometers. If you're fucked. Oh, if you're looking for my cocktail syrup recipes. Which you basically gave us last time. Or if you're looking for advice on whether you should wear that top or not. Then this is not, not the, the podcast, podcast for, you. for you. That's Haley. I'm Sarah, and we're here to make you laugh so hard you burp snart. Burp snart. I'm too I don't know. Watch Grown Ups. It's a stupid Kevin James thing. I'm not going to watch Grown Ups. <laughs> it's so good, dude. I love it. Really? That and Grown Ups, too, are like the dark horse of 2020. They were so like ready to watch Thunder Force again, like immediately. Oh. <laughs> Just like that. Jason Bateman could do no wrong. It was so stupid and funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. I loved it. Oh, he's hilarious. What a good actor. Oh, man. All right. Well, before we go any further, we got some news for you all. It's about fansets. Have you heard of them? They sell pins and accessories. It's great. It's fun. They're cute. And just what the doctor ordered. There are lower deck pins, Picard pins, Star Trek Delta pins, plus other stuff like Scooby-Dooby-Doo and Ultraman. (laughs) That's Ultraman. I don't know. (laughs) They got it. Awesome. He's a man and he is ultra. (laughs) He's an ultra man. Ooh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know that they're always working to put out the best product available and to continue to surprise us all with new designs and product releases. So grab some stuff, type in rewind in all caps at checkout and snag yourself 10% off your entire order. Mm, Just do it. You won't regret it. Fan sets. Our pins have character. Boop. Boop, 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 boop. And Ooh. like, thanks sincerely to fan sets because like, it's still such a shitty time for a lot of small businesses yeah. and the fact that they continue to support us and offer that discount. It's huge. So please go out and support them. Like, mm-hmm. Go buy some stuff and cheer yourself up. Yeah. How are you? What's I'm good. I got, I got, I got my vaccine. So now Bill Gates will know where I am at all times. Oh That's my God. Works, right? You gave into the system. <laughs> oh, you sheep. I got Pfizer. And, um, I had not an adverse reaction, but I, it, my injection site was so sore, like not whole arm sore, like flu shot, like mm-hmm. just the injection site. I was like, Jesus. And then, um, like a week later, like the whole area was like a lump that was really itchy and Mm. sore. Mm. And then two days later I threw up (laughs) and now I feel great. Oh my God. Question. Yeah. Is the, cause most of our listeners will be in America or even other places. Are they using the same and are they doing the same? You got to get two or what's unique to our situation or. The only difference with our situation is I think we're like the only country in the world that doesn't have domestic production. So we're consistently like running out of supply and we can't get it to everybody soon enough. So we are doing two doses. That's what the product monograph says, but we're extending the interval in between dose one and dose two so that we can give the first dose to everyone eligible and then just provide a good level of protection before we give the second dose. Does um, only Pfizer need two or does Moderna as well? Moderna, Moderna, Pfizer, and AstraZeneca all need two. The Johnson and Johnson or Janssen, the pharmaceutical arm, uh, is a single dose. Interesting. Yeah, I registered for mine, so I'm assuming I will get it within the next year, two, three, or months. I mean, I'm not. You're really you're down to concerned. weeks. 
You're down to no, weeks. I'm they, not concerned. I'm not going anywhere anyways. And I'm not, yeah. I don't care. I know a lot of people allowed. are freaking out and they're like, oh, I have to get the one from the pharmacy. I'm going to call. I'm not waiting for the, I'm like, I don't, I'm not in a panic. No, I know I'm going to get it. I don't need to yeah. be the asshole who's, who's taking it from somebody who really needs it. So, well, yeah, very exciting. My dad nice. got his first shot and he's said he's <clears> feeling good. His arm was sore and that was yeah, about it. normal. Yeah. My folks got theirs yesterday. Great. So that was, yeah, so it was good. But other than that, I got not much else. I'm off this week. I, yeah, John's like, you're crying a lot. You should take some time off. And I was like, okay. And then, so I'm taking the week off. It's only because I didn't have time to watch Armageddon in one setting and it was over three nights. Okay. (laughs) I just keep watching it every night. It's so weird. The fact that I like woke up at three o'clock this morning, I thought that I would have slept right through because I was exhausted. Yeah. But I'm, I've got a whole list of shit that I want to do. Um, and it's all mostly like in and around the condo. But um, cool. I made some checks mix yesterday. Mm-hmm. I make it extra bold with lots of Worcestershire sauce. And I just <laughs> sprinkle on a little uh, citric acid up on there. Oh, my God. Yeah. That sounds delightful. I love it. I love Thank it. you. Um, I have been on a really extreme health kick these last two weeks I've lost five pounds in two weeks um, Good for you. <laughs> because I've done like the dog goes out with me three times a day now for like at least a half hour to an hour hike in the woods which is usually half uphill yeah so that's at least 15,000 steps right there and then awesome. every day I've been doing at least one YouTube video with my favorite girl Pamela Reef she is skinny gorgeous fucking bitch but she's the one that does like really good like she has a huge playlist on youtube that's free to access to access and it's like there's all different levels so she has a whole playlist of like beginner stuff so it'd be like 10 minute booty 15 minute legs like it's not like long hard to do and then she has really fun dance ones but they're like a lot of squats and like good music oldies apparently share from the year 2000 is oldies so i'm just like whatever (laughs) I'm, i'm i'm okay with that and then with all my tea and all my healthy eating tonight for dinner, it's going to be some chicken on the barbecue, some corn on the cob, and some baby roasted potatoes. Love. Mm. Yum. Mm. And I made a huge vat of egg white scramble with like cayenne and powdered ginger, Ooh. all like the healthy spices. Yeah. And um, I made a big vat of chicken kale soup with a mushroom broth. Ooh, Ooh yum. Again, God, I love cayenne. Soup. I yeah. love soup. I eat soup every day. Soup is perfect. It is. And it's easy. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm uh, for those who weren't listening to the rant on Patreon, I've been rewatching Handmaid's Tale really fast to get ready for the new season. Devastatingly amazing, that show. Long Order is everything I want it to be, but goddamn you, Prime, you need to get season 13, 14, so I can see Donal Logue again in his amazing role and all the trauma that, Olivia Benson had to survive. Yeah. I only watched it once because I was really mad when he first left the show. So I didn't really watch it. So I'm going yeah. back. We just finished watching the office for the 400th time. And that yes. last episode is so perfect. I cry. Oh, it's like I all almost... my kids grew up and got married. <laughs> it's every parent's dream. <laughs> Gutenprog number two. Oh, like it's the bazooka. Everything Buy us a beer and good. get back your wife. Buy us a beer and get back your wife. I love it. Colin Robinson is so good on that show. Oh, I love it. he's Colin so Robinson. good. Yeah. So I finished watching that. Oh, did you watch the one where the with the curse, the email curse? Yes. <laughs> so good. It says everywhere this is not a joke. <laughs> Colin Robinson on like with all these computers opened up on Twitter and he's like a troll. And he's like, I get so much energy from these people. <laughs> I love it. So good. Um, other than that, I don't have anything. I've been, I don't have any Star Trek gossip that I know of. I know that there was a big Star Trek day and there was a lot of stuff that came out about like um, stuff. I don't Well, we know, know that oh, Q, Q's yes. going to be joining Picard. He's going to be joining Picard. Oh, that's everything. Oh. I loved the video that you sent with Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton, and uh, Patrick Stew, P. Stew, as I like to call him, and mm-hmm. um, John Delancey, and just like I was hey, just dog. like, dude, yes, yes, I've been the watching. best character. I've been watching Space Nine, and now I'm really, I really like it. 
like it's the third What's time around and I'm I'm on season two okay and there's been some really good episodes and it's uh, yeah I yeah it's good. all right well that's good you should you should give it another yeah. go think about it again just because as an adult you might appreciate it more because yeah when you're that's young true. it's like mm. it's anyway. yeah it's a little too political yeah. I also um the other day when I was having a cry, um, I'm okay, really. I don't cry that much. <laughs> but I, I was like, I don't think I can watch any more true crime. I mm. need to watch something else. And I put on an episode of TNG where Worf gets injured. Oh, yeah. And and there's an oh, experimental doctor. Yeah, I yeah. know. But I, I loved that one as a kid. I was like, and I remember thinking like, okay, this is good that we have this technology that if I ever or someone I know is get gets paralyzed they could just have a new spine spinal cord that's mm. not how it works no. anyway um but that was it was so good yeah i think that maybe you should challenge yourself for this week and not watch any true crime for one week Ew. i think you should i think you should try and find something that might make you a little bit less ups not upset but like s- stressed or scared of being murdered all the time I guess gotta like, be a there's gotta be a line to draw it. Like how much is too much? Yeah, I'm not sure how much is too much because I definitely still watch other things like kitchen nightmares and like that kind of crap. It sounds stressful too. It is stressful actually. Watch more um, Disney. You got Disney Plus. Go through and do Plus. a whole rewatch of all the classic. That's mm. gonna put me on the ground in tears. But uh they have American Dad on there and I've been watching that and that is Ooh. funny. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and watch Grown Ups and then Grown Ups 2 and then follow it up with a 21 Jump Street and a 22 Jump Street. <laughs> oh, I do like 21 and 22 Jump Street. So good. I'll have a gummy before I try Grown Ups. I don't it's... care for Kevin James. I don't no, care for him. but it's it's everything else about it is just kind of funny. Um, okay, um, we have our fun section here, the um, have a drink at the panty bar. <laughs> uh, last week we went through, or last episode, we did a classic uh, touching Customer. base on customers <laughs> that we never forgot. And this one is the um, the things we can't unsee, things burned into our eyes, <laughs> or the things the things we can't unsee. Um, what have yeah. you got for me? Tell me. Okay, so I used to work in the stock room because I had a psycho ex-boyfriend who stalked me, so I couldn't be out on the floor. And one day I opened up one of the crates that we received, and I started pulling out all the packages of panties and bras and sleepwear. And at the bottom of the crate was this big piece of lint that looked like a smashed lizard. And I looked closer, and it was an actual smashed lizard, which had been mummified and then shipped from God knows where. (laughs) Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "What is that? Oh, what? Like it was this? It was flattened. I think I remember dry. This. Oh yeah, you you would have been there. Oh my god! Okay, so that's one. Oof. Oh, okay. The second one. So this is a longer story, but for the purposes of this episode, I will just say that there was diarrhea on the carpet. Oh, <laughs> and despite putting like not circles, yours. No. Despite putting circles of skew tickets around the diarrhea on the carpet, this dumbass woman, who was also super bitchy, chose not to pay attention to it. And then after I rang up her purchase, I said, by the way, your stiletto heel is standing in a pile of shit. That was a bad night. (laughs) That was my first, that was my first shift after I got out of the hospital. Oh. And I had to deal with that. I was like, oh, God. Okay, and then we I think we share one here, but mm. the third is the fucking flattened cardboard box <laughs> that we had to put down on the carpet to cover the pool of blood from Siobhan's head wound that she got after a mannequin bust fell on her from a top shelf and headquarters <laughs> said that they couldn't arrange for a carpet cleaner. Fuck that place. And there was this woman who's like, can I try this on? And Siobhan's like bleeding everywhere. I'm like, are you fucking insane? <laughs> no, I think a, a cardboard box on it. I think it's a biohazard. <laughs> cardboard box on it. It's a biohazard. <laughs> it's a biohazard. And like someone like, I think almost stepped over her yes. to get to the bra wall. And it's like, yeah. all of us are around her worried because scalp wounds bleed so much worse. Yes. And I think it was on product. Like, oh, it, yeah. Like someone, I think someone gave her one of the, like the checkered sleep shirts or something to put on her head. And then like, of course, she had like, sti- she had to get stitches and it was like a couple of weeks before her wedding. And she was like, fuck. 
And they sent her a bill for the ambulance. <laughs> Didn't she do like a worker's comp claim? She could have gotten some serious money out of that. No kidding. I just remember like thinking, man, this place sucks. Because I was in the same boat with the diarrhea. They were like, well, just deal with it. I'm like, but. Ugh. It was a little kid, right? It was a little kid who he was maybe four and his mom was shopping and he, he was like jump, hopping from foot to foot going, I really have to go. I really have to go. And she kept saying like, just wait. And you cannot tell a child that age to just wait. And so he lit, it was just shit everywhere and all the way out the store and headquarters was closed. I had to go to Zeller's to get paper towel and like borax and like the janitor staff in the mall couldn't help us. They gave us some stuff to like, why couldn't they help us? It wasn't cause, cause we rent that space. It's not common property. So they don't come in and clean anything. And I was like, Ugh. and then I had to like pour all this powder on top of the diarrhea. And then I had to vacuum it up with Henry the vacuum and, and, <laughs> and stupid smile on its face. Yeah. And and like the hose piece kept coming off. And so I like taped it with some packing tape, but then it, it kept coming off too. And there was just like shit everywhere. That woman <laughs> just standing in it. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> uh, is this vacuum really an appropriate way to deal with you know what this was this was what I was told by the janitor people they were like here's some like absorbent powder and then just vacuum it up I'm like I don't think you understand what I'm dealing with here anyway fuck that place man (laughs) oh god um so yeah one of mine was uh, I can't unsee the the blood on the carpet that we put flattened cardboard boxes over (laughs) and then like a stand that had like delicate lace panties dangling on it over it for like months yes it was ridiculous oh god and then there was company so bad and then there was the um the time that a customer came in and she was like i need some help putting this bra on and she's like, I'm just really sore and I can't really move. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I just had breast reduction surgery and I had to help her put on a bra that was smaller. And she was super excited and really helpful, but it was so <laughs> horrifying. It was like, her nipples were like ketchup chips and it was oh, just like no. scabby blood. Like, just like, I was just like, Oh, like she looked like she was in so much pain and it was, but she was just so excited. She's like, I know I'm supposed to wait for more swelling to go down, but I can't wait to buy a pretty bra for the first time. And I was like, Oh my God, oh, go God. home lady. Yeah, just ice those puppies. Like, God, that was horrible. And then there was the, um, you know, coming into work thinking it's just going to be a normal pre-Christmas crazy kind of day, whistling, just a light skip in my step and I open up the back, (laughs) the door to the back room and I'm face to face with 400,000 white terry towel robes stacked dangerously everywhere because we got shipped enough for like five stores or something like like the island's worth of robes came to us and you know what happened someone ordered nine robes but put 99 so we got 99 robes and it took months for us to try and ship them out to other stores because it was Christmas time and it was like too busy to do that. Nobody wants white Terry. No, they want like the I couldn't like it was up. Red. I remember because I was working in the back too, and like I had those stacked up into the ceiling tiles, just everywhere. And like you, you know where you yeah, like yeah. put your coat or blazer or whatever, and like they were stacked up on top of there, and they would fall. And you're just like, anytime we would have or, to go back there, I'd be like, avenge my death. Like, especially if it was something like something was up top, and then we would like dangerously like climb the shelves like a monkey. And it wasn't; they weren't really like drilled into the wall. And no. so I know a couple times I like would step here, and there's like because there's this much like there's like an inch for your toe because there's plastic bins of panties then you climb the next one then the next one and then everything comes falling down on you i think i (laughs) fell back once but i was saved by like plastic bags full of like robes oh and we were that was like it was like the smallest room ever and it was so awkwardly like placed too the worst yeah good times remember when you had lunch with the purolator guy Yes. Everyone was like, oh my God, Sarah's going on a lunch day with Pure Leader Guy. Every, it was, I think so. And it was like the whole mall was like the whole mall watching. Yeah. I was like, this is weird. 
He was fun. He was so funny. He would like Spider-Man the walls in the hallways. He was weird. (laughs) Um, I don't know what else we have to do with Patty Barf going forward. We'll have to think on it. Yeah. I mean, just like think about like. Give me a list of all the things you stole. (laughs) No. Statute of limitations on that. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So Star Trek. It's time. I texted you and I was just like, what do you want? You want Barkley? You want lore? It's on you. And you were like, whoa, 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 whoa. I know. I got the power. Yeah, I was thinking lore because I like I've got a thing for lore. Yep. But maybe you didn't know this. I have a thing for Barkley. (laughs) Oh don't don't fucking laugh at me, dude. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta watch the A team. What's that? Anyway, Mr. T, <laughs> the old show from like the seventies or eighties, yeah, he was on it. Oh, really? But yeah, he's like the main guy. It's not the actor; guy. it's the character. No. <laughs> anyway, so Lord knows, I said, <clears throat> "Let's watch a Barclay episode," and then I was like, I googled some, and I found the nth degree where he becomes like a supercomputer or something like that. And you're like, now "What about the holodeck again. sex addiction one?" And I was <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, that's like <laughs> totally would like that's what this." podcast is about yeah so I, I did the synopsis for this one so are you ready I was born ready for this I am tickled already I gotta tell you like I had to keep putting it on pause because I was writing so much because I was yeah it's just you're amped I'm, I'm gonna start off with a with a mute myself because I got a little sniffle I want to take care of and then I will unmute so that you can hear my laughter and all my um two cents oh. as you keep going um, I'm also just going to take a quick bathroom break. All right. Ready? Oh, please. What's that? Oh, okay. Ooh, phew. Scene. 10 forward. Enter Diana in a dress that would rival my grad dress. Just kidding. My grad dress was fucking gorgeous. It was hot pink with sparkles and flowers, if you can believe it. With my <laughs> hair? I know. <laughs> I think I see the photo. Yeah, you probably did. Anyway, it was great. Barclay who I should say I have always had a mad crush on is pouring his own booze in 10 forward. Guinan is warning him to take it easy. Immediately, I think, this cannot be real. There's no alcohol on the ship. Jordy comes over and is like, what the actual shit? You're on duty. And Barclay's like, Psh, come at me, and pushes him over. Riker, who's at the other end of the bar, is like, okay, this is happening. Stalks over to Barclay. Barkley totally disarms him and puts him in a choke hold. And then he walks over to Deanna, who is making the humidity rise in the room, if you follow me, and compliments and flirts with Barkley. Suddenly he is paged away and all is revealed. Barkley is in the holodeck. Oh, oh, what a start. In a cargo hold, Jordy and Riker comment on how Barkley is a shit employee. <laughs> Appropriate. They, they were so mean in this one. Yes. Riker, Riker says that they should bring it to the captain's attention and that Wesley calls Barkley Broccoli. Oh, I love Broccoli. Jordy says the name fits, which makes zero sense to me because Broccoli is green and a vegetable and Barkley is neither of those things. <laughs> it's a cartoon <laughs> fart. Uh, Reg uh, enters the cargo hold and attempts to hide behind some canisters. Jordy sees him and calls him out. Riker says he's not impressed with Barclay's attendance record. Theme song, and I go get a mini pepperoni stick. (laughs) (laughs) Yum. Yeah. The Enterprise has received samples for some reason. I like how I don't really pay attention to like the gist of the episode. (laughs) I know, I'm the same way. Barkley, Jordy, and Miles are testing an anti-grav unit and it doesn't work. Jordy's pissed off and Barkley commits to fixing the unit. Cut to Picard's ready room. Riker and Jordy are complaining about Barkley. Jordy accidentally refers to him as Broccoli and Picard doesn't even laugh. Picard says to try harder to support Barkley to be a better employee. Jordy is like, oh, fine, fuck. He goes back to the cargo bay to make small talk, but it goes poorly. I audibly gasp as Wesley enters engineering. <laughs> Dream episode. Don't choke on my- your pepperoni stick. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? My holodeck program? Just uh- <laughs> deep throat in that pepperoni stick all of a sudden. <laughs> anyway, Barclay is late again. 
Jordy asks him to report on the anti-grab unit. Wesley corrects him and totally makes him look like a fool. Who do I love in this episode? Wesley? Reg? Both? Holodeck programmed Haley 14 play. <laughs> Be myself. <laughs> you are so twisted. <laughs> so messed up. I'm like, can we get more of depressed Miles, please? I'm like, I'm no better. I know. Oh, God. (laughs) Barkley sees Troy to debrief. Oh, my God, it's the holodeck program. Oh, it's happening. I thought there was a standards of conduct thing where they couldn't use fellow (laughs) colleagues in a holodeck program. I'm not complaining, of course. I have also eaten five mini pepperoni sticks now. <laughs> Didn't they sign like a letter of agreement when they started with Starfleet that they wouldn't use their co-workers in a holodeck program? Yeah, really. Well, I mean, Riker eventually says in this episode, like, there should be a regulation against that. Yeah. <clears throat> Barclay runs another program where he's going to bone Troy in a field. He looks like he kisses better than Riker. Sorry, Will. <laughs> like that episode where Thomas Riker comes <sighs> and he's like, all over her face. I know. Anyway. It's that mouth to mouth. Totally. It's like we get it acting. <laughs> In 10 forward, engineering staff are riffing on broccoli. Data is curious why the name is being used, and Jordy tells them to stop. Meanwhile, a glass starts leaking because of contact with some weird chemical or something. Jordy <laughs> asks Reg to Reg to investigate. I accidentally hit F5 and my browser refreshes and I think I've lost all my notes. Luckily, I haven't. Crisis averted. Do I celebrate with a sixth mini pepperoni stick? (laughs) Yes. On the bridge, Picard slips and calls Reg Broccoli. And he goes to... Oh, I know, eh? Back in 10 forward, Guinan and Jordy discuss the Barclay problem. She imparts some wisdom on him as she does and suggests that people overtly not liking him may cause him to act more strange. Jordy asks the computer where Barclay is and finds him in the holodeck. I'm so surprised you can walk in on someone there, like doing an active program. (laughs) a little bit of a red flag. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Clean up in holodeck five. No doubt. Barclay. Barclay is sword fighting against Picard, Jordy, and Data. Don't worry, the line from Beverly that Reg would spank Wesley for being rude was not lost on me. (laughs) (laughs) Barclay sees regular Jordy and is like, well, shit. Cut to an awkward conversation in 10 Forward where Jordy and Reg talk about his program. Reg explains how terrible he feels about social situations. Miles calls Jordy away, but before he leaves, he suggests that Barclay discuss his situation with Troy. In transporter room three, Miles shows Jordy that the transporter is malfunctioning. Cut to Troy's quarters or counseling office, where she's asking stupid questions like, have you ever been with a counselor before? (laughs) Instead of asking if he's received counseling before. (laughs) Reg tries to play it cool, but he isn't cool. Deanna says she wants to make him feel more comfortable and is mimicking his program. He gets concerned. Deanna is unaware that she is the ultimate sex symbol. Reg leaves because he's, well, probably hard as a rock. Of course, he goes directly to the holodeck. Riker, Jordy, and Troy set off to confront him because he's late for something again. I have had, <laughs> I have now had too many pepperoni sticks and then full. <laughs> Riker engages with the holodeck musketeers. Oh my God. And Riker calls for a village idiot to come fight. And it's Riker, but two feet shorter. Troy snorts. Wesley's in the corner eating ribs to prepare his strength for the night I have in store for him. (laughs) (laughs) Troy faces herself as a goddess and Riker belays her attempt to stop the program. Cut to the bridge. Picard says the word hell. You only get one swear per episode. Barclay (laughs) suggests to drop out of warp. Data can't. Barclay says the mechanism is jammed. Warp increases. Holy shit, they're almost at warp nine, which is almost the top speed the ship can go. 9.5 for those who don't know, as if you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Picard asks to prepare for emergency saucer separation. Data is like, dude, it will rupture the warp field. Also 12 minutes until structural failure. (laughs) (laughs) Engineering staff are trying to figure out what's wrong. Of course, Barclay has an idea because he either needs to be a hero by the end of this or he will kill everyone on board. (laughs) 
either or. Oh, you know, could Barclay, go one, could go the other. Is, is, yep. Barclay and Jordy wear jazz hands gloves and open the container of samples from the beginning of the episode. Turns out the culprit is Invidium, a chemical compound or some shit. Warp core is like, it's getting hot in here. And I get distracted looking for a rhyme to match Nellie's hot in here and missed how they fixed the warp problem. Barclay was the hero after all, and he shows up on the bridge to tell everyone that he's going to leave the Enterprise. He goes on to become a registered sex offender. The end. (laughs) Wait, it isn't the end. He was telling people in the holodeck program that he's leaving, and he deletes them all except for the program number nine, which is probably the sex offender one. The end. Amazing. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I got so excited. I laughed so hard. I almost tinkled myself, which means now I need a bathroom break. Plus, I have Mm. something in my eye. So I'm going to be right back. Okay, take your time. Spaghetti. You did it. You you frightened me. Hi. Hi. I have nothing in my eye. It just feels like I have something in my eye because I probably laughed to the point of crying that I got a dust particle in there or something. Worth it. Worth it. Tell me about it. Great. That was the best. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) I have some thoughts. Do you want to hear them? Of course. I, this, I'm just going to read what I wrote. Yeah. So it could be sentences, might do. not. Okay. Caps locks. Well, the beginning goes from great to not so great. Riker is a dick. Barkley is a babe when he's all cocky and shit. What a guy. O'Brien is young and spry. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> O'Brien is young and spry. Jordy looks great. It's a total mustard babe fest. Ah. Riker can butter butter my bread anytime, but he's not allowed to open his mouth. He's a character just begging to be dominated because he's being so dickish in this one again. Totally. Yeah. And Jordy even. Anyway. A little bit. He tried, but yeah, yeah not well enough. I, but I, I but then I wrote here, I wish Jordy was my boss. Imagine, oh, I'd be like smirking and making sure I look good all the time at yeah. work. Um, did Starfleet not take sensitivity training? It's okay for people to be shy and nervous. The way those dill holes raise eyebrows and barely give them a moment to talk in the morning briefing is ridiculous. Mm. Um, Not a fan of um, the Troy dress teal. It's pretty much the worst of all of our outfits. When Picard calls him broccoli, it's the best because Riker and Jordy are smirking and it's the cutest. Mm. Awkward, Barkley being caught and having to talk about it. Wonder what kind of <laughs> programs Jordy has, or Riker, or Worf. <gasps> Riker's pose when investigating the beamed up junk in the transporter room. Classic Riker <laughs> with like, the foot up, just like pelvic thrusting into everyone's face. Okay, <clears throat> so can't Troy sense Barkley's arousal? I mean, she's a goddamn empath. I mean, can't she sense anything? I can sense it when he's going to see her for the first time. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the banter between Troy and Riker when they first spot the short version of him and she's all like, come on. And then she sees her and then she's all like, he's all like, come on. It's funny. Yeah. Um, Barkley saved the day, though. This makes me want to watch Voyager. Oh, he erased all the programs but one. Which one is nine? Does anything <laughs> to do with the ninth degree? I don't know. Sex offender. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. What are your thoughts on it? Oh, I loved it too. It was great. I, it made me uncomfortable how Riker was kind of a dink. Um, It like just being mean as, as a, as a shy person, like growing up and still sort of shy though. I'm getting more confidence now. I just don't be mean to people. Yeah, like don't eye roll while someone's no. trying to talk that you know is yeah, shy. Well, like at that morning group, all the guys, I'm like fucking dicks. Like totally. Yeah, but Wesley put put him in his place. Barkley. Oh, I liked it. Should we do some fast facts? Yeah. <clears throat> Time for some fast facts and trivia, courtesy of IMDb. Mm-hmm. Internet movie database. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. This is the first appearance of Dwight Schultz, which is like a perfect name for Reginald Barkley. Because <laughs> he's such a nerd who'd originally be intended, had been intended to be a one-time character to get sent to a mental hospital over his holodeck addiction. Oh, God. That's a 
dark episode. Oh my God. <laughs> this episode was nominated for an Emmy Award for Outstanding Achievement in Hairstyling for a series. You know, Troy, Beverly, especially in the programs. And then, I mean, Picard's hair oh, as the one of the musketeers. Love um, during Barclay's counseling session with Troy, he mentions that he knew about the flux capacitor and didn't need to hear about it from some damn kid. I don't know who he's referring to. <laughs> the, he's 17 in this episode. The flux capacitor was the core component of the DeLorean time machine from Back to the Future, 1985, and is mentioned multiple times throughout all of the Star Trek series, is, except for TOS. Which makes sense because it was in the past. Yeah. 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 Perfect. When the ship is in danger, LaForge calls his senior engineers into a conference to solve a problem. But in both TNG episodes, Contagion and Booby Trap, LaForge handled such problems alone. Did he call Reg in as well? Yeah. He was there, yeah. right? He was late. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Since the containers in the cargo bay are medical materials, they should be handled by the medical technicians, not engineers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do with your Don't own stuff, folks. Well, obviously, uh, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just after Picard tells LaForge to make Barclay his project, he turns his display screen towards him to study it. But it's blank! <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> It's like when actors are carrying a cup of coffee and it's so obvious that it's empty. Like, just put water Ugh. or sand in it. Like, just just, just pretend anything. like there's some weight. Put a real coffee in there. What's the worst that could happen? It goes cold and you have cold coffee. It's great. When the Enterprise is accelerating out of control, the warp core should be thrumming at a very high speed. However, in the entire scene in engineering, it is never seen to pulse faster than it does at idle. So... That's another what? fucking continuity consistency. Oh We're gosh. watching you. We are paying close attention. Ronald D. Moore. Oh my God. I put um, that on you. Okay. I I don't know if you saw. I, I skipped a part here. I had some questions for you that aren't the would you rathers. Oh. You want to just do this by the seat of our pants? Oh, well, you know how Women. good I am at that. Yeah. You are the queen. Okay. Question number one. Let's say holodecks exist now and someone from your office was Barkley and created a bunch of weird shit with you in it. What would be the most horrifying Haley program you can think of versus one that makes you say, damn, that's kind of hot, actually? Probably one that makes me look stupid or racist. That's the worst I can think of. Mm-hmm professionally speaking like there's a ton of stuff that i wouldn't want to see like um i'm getting tortured or hurt in some way or something like that i mean again that's on a spectrum of hot to cold um yeah but like my professional sort of reputation is something that i protect as much as i can and i'm generally regarded as intelligent and so if i was in a program and i was seen to be acting stupid or dumb or mm -hmm. fucking up. I would hate that. I would hate that so much. Mm -hmm. What about you? Well, I said the same kind of with, I'd be horrified if someone made a holodeck version of me where I was like a bimbo schoolgirl or something dumb and like a tart, you know what I mean? Like yeah, for their yeah. own perverse pleasure. Yes. Um, and something that would make me actually be like, that's actually kind of hot would be if someone put me into like a cat suit dominatrix thing. Cause I'd be like, <gasps> really? I would never normally do that. So to see it, I'd be like, not bad. Yeah. Um, if you had a holodeck and you could only create one sexy program, what fandom and or scenario would you create? Snape. That's and cool. for those who don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Snappy Kins. Snappy Kins. Um, <clears throat> Professor Snape from Harry Potter, but not just Harry Potter. I'm talking Alan Rickman as Professor Snape, RIP. Yeah. And basically, I would turn my 200 ha handwritten, 200 page handwritten fanfic uh, into it's a, a program. Yeah, because we got we got a little serious black action. We got a little Oliver Wood action in there. We also have some Lucius Malfoy action. Whoa, that's some action. I think, I think Voldemort shows up, but he has no nose. It's weird. <laughs> 
that's what's oh, weird. That's, that's where we draw the line. That's the weird part. That's, oh my god, why are you friends with me? Uh, I'd probably and, do something based off the movie Speed. <laughs> you're, you're you know my speed fan fiction is is, is, is big. Um, Two hundred pages. <laughs> Double space, double sided, single space, um, <laughs> front and back. Probably something Beauty and the Beast. I think would be good. <gasps> Fun. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, not cartoon, but I, I was. Know. Isn't that it's something about just, idea? I don't know. I was just gonna say, uh, like, cartoon or real? <laughs> <laughs> Probably cartoon. Um, if you could only create five holodeck programs ever in general of just anything that would be enjoyable for you for time off, what do you think you'd create? Grocery store. <laughs> I love it. One grocery store with everything that I've ever wanted and new things every time I open the program. No lineups. Yeah, no lineups. I don't really care. And like no one talking to me or touching me. Um, another one would be just like straight up, like some of my favorite beaches in Maui just so I could go and swim and have a good time. And I like doing that kind of stuff. Um, Another one would be like, I want something where like I'm on a boat, but it's like a catamaran and it's like relaxing and fun. Cause I don't get to do that very often at all. And anytime I've done that, I'm like, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm on a boat. Uh, Yeah, exactly. That's three or five groceries again no I'm just kidding (laughs) Ooh, you know I would I would love like so I love grocery shopping that's why I chose that but I would also love a program with like the ultimate chef's kitchen like in Mm. everything like all the possible foods uh and and ingredients and gadgets all of that Mm. I'm talking deep fryer I'm talking air fryer um and so I would like to do that. And then one program that randomly takes my dream sequences that are good, not scary. Like I have a lot of spider dreams. I don't want those. Or dreams about terrible toilets when I really have to pee and I can't go. <laughs> um, so not those. But like any of yeah. the dream scenarios I've had where I'm like, oh, cool. There's Alan Rickman and he just walked right by. Um, but instead I'd be like, hey. <laughs> look over here put on this robe i put on my robe and wizard hat um anyway so that's me on the fly i can't really think of anything else and this is assuming that i have my life now and like i get to see the people that i already love and like spend time with them and stuff sure yeah this is like literally just for me <laughs> no one else is there <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can come i mean all you have to do is walk in apparently <laughs> <laughs> things i can't unsee mm-hmm. Tell me about yours. Um, I would do the Live Aid concert. Oh, uh, like Queen and like all those great oh. bands because that would be a bitch in live show. But like, I'd have my own space and I'm not like surrounded yeah, yeah, by people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or it would just be me. Um, Disneyland. Yeah. With no lineups. You said no ghosts. You said no ghosts. <laughs> Something tropical, so there would be swimming yeah. and beach stuff, but I don't know where. A cabin in the woods. That would be like hiking and like a barbecue and beer type like thing. And then a London pub style scenario. Ooh, love London pub. That's why we like the bard so much, I think. It's like a fancy well, it's a Scottish pub. pub. Truth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we gave our thoughts on the episode. We gave our fast facts, fun facts. But we yeah. have some would you rathers. Yeah. I got them right. What am I doing? Would you rather, Haley, would you rather find yourself being used by Barkley in the holodeck in a semi-sexual way, find yourself being used in the holodeck by Data in a human sex study kind of way, or find yourself in there for an emo- as an emotional punching bag for the captain? <laughs> I think those are all terrible and become more terrible as you go through them. I think I would like to be used in a holodeck program by Barclay because I would be able to make him do things for me outside of the holodeck in order for him to keep using my likeness. I don't want data touching me and being beaten down with words sounds too much like my entire school experience. So pass. 
Like, yeah, if, if it was anybody else, but like it's the captain, like he's yeah. the boss. Like I don't yeah, trust I respect, this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I respect him too much, and it was yeah. you know sticks and stones. But yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah I no. would totally choose Bar- Barkley's the least harmless of of all those. Yeah, and then you can manipulate him outside of the. Well, yeah, he's harmless. Future. He's not going to exactly. do anything. No. Um, would you rather be Barkley's boss, his coworker, or his subordinate, if he were to be in a higher ranking? I would be his coworker because I would not want to supervise him because he's a problem employee. Yeah. And I don't want to report to him because he's kind of dumb and unreliable. Yeah. So I would be able, I've handled dealing with like stupid ass coworkers before. I could handle being a coworker of his. I would just kind of not be around him ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I think it's the same. I think we had some pretty similar yeah. thoughts. Out. I wouldn't want to have to deal with that. No. I think as a coworker, you have a better chance of, 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 of making him calm and open up and less nervous because you're not, he's nervous by people who have authority and he's, yeah. So if you're just like his coworker, you could probably do better at pretending to be his friend so that he can calm down. I'll go for drinks with you after work. If you want to complain to me, that's cool. Yeah. But not every day after work. (laughs) I haven't seen my cat in four months. Um, that's it. That's the episode. We did it. We did it. That was a fun one to watch. I'm liking having fun, watching fun ones. I think, do we do, I'm doing the synopsis for the next one. And I'm trying to think, I got to look at like, what have we done since we started this freaking roller coaster this whole series we've done chain of command the royale with cheese attached power play hollow pursuits um i don't even have the other ones on here and it's up to me i know we said we want to do lore and i know that one of the suggestions that we got was uh menage a troy yeah um, have we done the next phase no. where no no majority and row die <gasps> no and yeah. they're invisible on the ship yeah i love that episode so much can we do That's that so one? good yes i love it cool that or the perfect mate with famka jensen um let's watch that one we'll have it in the queue you can if you want to do the synopsis for that one you can that'd be fun yeah. yeah, I want to do the next phase. I love that cool. episode. It's a good right. Jordy episode. It's a good Row episode. Yeah. It's such All a right. cool, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch that, like, this week. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. i got to catch up on some Enterprise, too. I have um, a few to watch. That show, season one, has some, it's a gentle roller coaster of, hey, that wasn't bad, to that was not great, to that mm-hmm. was okay, to really, Archer? Really? Yeah. You're still yeah, here? Yeah. He sucks. He's not a good captain. I really like him to Paul though. And Trip. Paul's awesome. Paul and Trip and are Trip. awesome. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't do anything. She's oh, got she no screen so time. Much. And Mayweather's oh, gotten no time. Oof. Ugh. All right. So you're gonna have some corned beef for dinner? What do you tell me more about your dinner? So I have some corned beef brisket, and I've put it in my slow cooker this morning with local potatoes, red and white oh, onion colors. Yep. And onion sweet um, carrots and turnip. And then I covered it in water and beer. And then I'm going to steam some cabbage on the side with some caraway seeds and toss it in a little bit of butter. And then I'm going to take the beef and vegetables out of the briny stock and then I'm going to eat it with my dad's homemade mustard amazing my mouth is watering That's it's not going to be ready for two and a half more hours so, <laughs> you'll get there you'll get there fine I took some smoked salmon out of the freezer so I might have like a couple <gasps> pieces as it a mousse bouche and yeah. then it's a chicken breast with a little Montreal chicken spice on fire up the barbecue in a tin foil, I'm going to put some baby potatoes with some oil and some salt and pepper. Maybe a little rosemary. I don't know. We'll see. Oh. And then I got two things of corn on the cob. Yeah. Roll those up. A little bit of just smallest amount of butter. little salt and pepper. Yeah. And I that's all, forgot that's all that all I have some asparagus left over. So I might throw that in tin foil. Put that on the barbecue and eat that. 
That's a good idea. Get yeah. some greens. Took some pork chops out of the freezer for tomorrow. So they're defrosting and that's going nice. to be a pork chop Caesar salad kind of night. Oh, Ooh. I'm going to make corn cob smoked bacon for my uh, Caesar salad. Hell yeah. Where do you get that? Thrifties. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to, tomorrow I'm making um, a recipe I've never made before. It's a vegan lentil curry with basmati rice and naan. So I'll let you know how it goes. Mm, And I had lamb yesterday. So just for anyone listening, I'm not a vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're having brisket tonight too. So yeah, that's true. Clearly. Uh, Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch a little more John Oliver. Have you been watching John Oliver? Because I just ordered, again, HBO Crave. Yeah. um, Because I wanted to make sure I could rewatch some of Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Um, And we started with last season when coronavirus first started. And we're like, okay, I'm glad we're watching this now and not at the time because it was a little alarming. and and, And Trump was still in power and it was still a lot of uncertainty. And now I'm like, okay, I can laugh at these jokes. and It's funny um, now. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to close this out. Okay. I am not on chain of command. This is not chain of command. It's Hollywood. It'll still be relevant. It would be still relevant. Absolutely. <laughs> that is it for another episode of Rewind. We hope you have enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to the trekkeeks.com website and do different things there, like leave a voicemail. You should, someone should leave us a voicemail. I would love to hear a voicemail. And I don't care if it's Reg Barkley leaving me a voicemail. I don't care if it's uh, Wesley Crusher leaving me one. Just shout out to those actors. If you can just leave me a voicemail, that'd be great. Okay. So on Twitter, there's there's Trek Rewind and uh, Trek Geeks Network. And then there's Camp Kittimer over on Facebook. You guys know where. You know, I don't need to fucking tell you guys this shit. Mm, Figure it out. mm -hmm. You're adults. You Mm -hmm. have better skills on the internet than I do. Um, For fax numbers and private emails, please refer to our show notes. (laughs) Just kidding. And um, thanks to the producers and the supporters over at Patreon, Fansets, Five Year Mission, and to you, the listener. And thank you to you, Haley, for being here and doing such a wonderful synopsis, being my best friend. I love you and miss you. I can't wait to hug you. I know. Um, Until next time. Depends depends on who's asking. That's terrible. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Love you. Bye. Look at that.